Welcome to this day in history class. It's July 29th. Confederate spy Bell Boyd was captured on this day in 1862. Let's start with a tiny bit about her life. She was born in Martinsburg, Virginia, which is now in West Virginia, on May 9th of 1844. She was the oldest of eight children, kind of a tomboy, was also, at the same time, raised to be a proper Southern lady. She attended Mount Washington Female College, and she had a formal society debut in Washington, D.C. in 1860. But the Civil War started not long after her debut. She was 17 at the time. She came back home to Martinsburg to raise money for the war and to serve as a nurse. Her father had also volunteered for the Confederate Army. They were kind of an outlier in Martinsburg, though. There were a lot of Union supporters in Martinsburg and in all of the territory that would become West Virginia. West Virginia would become a state on June 20th of 1863 after seceding from Virginia. And West Virginia didn't join the South in the fight for slavery. On July 3rd, federal troops occupied Martinsburg. And then according to Boyd's own account, they heard that she had a bunch of Confederate flags hanging in her room. They came to her house to take the flags down and then to replace them with a Union flag. But her family got rid of all those flags before they got there. They raised their federal flag anyway. And then during the argument that followed, a soldier from the North, quote, addressed my mother and myself in language as offensive as it is possible to conceive. That was from Boyd's own writing. So according to Boyd's account, she shot him and he died. But a Union officer ruled this to be a justifiable homicide. So Boyd was allowed to remain free, but a detail of Union soldiers were put around her home, either to protect her or to keep an eye on her. It's not clear which. And she started talking to them, listening to them, eavesdropping on their conversations, and then passing that information on to the Confederacy. By the fall of 1861, she was working as a courier for Confederate intelligence, but she wasn't using any kind of code or disguising her handwriting in any way. So when someone found a letter in her handwriting signed with the name Bell, they naturally questioned her. Apparently, though, they didn't think a 17-year-old girl could do that much damage, so they didn't take her into custody. She kept on flirting and eavesdropping in her efforts to get more information and pass it on to the Confederacy. In 1862, she learned that General James Shields was planning to take most of his troops out of Front Royal to aid in an assault on Richmond. So she passed that information along. This time, though, in code, along with some other tidbits she had heard about what was going on. Then she heard that the Union was going to burn the bridges around Front Royal. And she tried to get that message to General Thomas J. Jackson, that Stonewall Jackson, Nobody was willing to get in between the two armies to deliver that message, though, so she did it herself, under fire the whole time. Jackson speeded up his attack. He managed to save the bridges and capture some weapons and supplies, and then Belle Boyd continued on with her spy work. She earned nicknames like La Belle Rebelle and the Cleopatra of the Secession. All this went on until the Secretary of War, Edwin Stanton, issued a warrant for her arrest, and she was captured on July 29, 1862. She was taken to the old Capitol prison in Washington and then released after a month in a prisoner exchange. She was arrested again, though, in July of 1863 and then served for six months before she became ill with typhoid 
After all of this, she really could no longer work as a spy for the Confederacy anymore. She was way too recognizable. She left for England, taking some messages to Confederate supporters there with her. She got married in England, but her husband died not long after, and she was pregnant at the time. She wrote a two-volume book called Bell Boyd in Camp and Prison to try to support herself and her child. Then she also tried to support herself through a stage career. She got married a second time and then later died of a heart attack on June 10th of 1900. You can learn more about Bell Boyd in the July 4th, 2011 episode, Stuff You Missed in History Class. And you can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tomorrow, we'll go to South Africa for a short-lived republic. <laughs>